Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello everybody, welcome back to the Total Liverpool podcast. Sorry it's been a while, but it is our first one in a a bit of a a long time, boys, and a lot has changed since our last podcast, but we're going to jump back into where, almost not to where we left off, but to where Liverpool left off, and that is with the 3-0 win over Brentford. Today I'm joined by Simo and Adam. Lads, thank you for joining me. Adam, I'm going to start with you. What did you make of Liverpool's performance yesterday? Um, I, I think we've got to be honest. I think the first sort of thirty-ish minutes was a bit, a bit similar to the Arsenal game. You kind of felt it was a bit flat, like nothing was really going to happen. Um, and I think probably myself definitely, and I'm sure a lot of fans were were probably wondering, you know, that that question again: What is life going to be without Mohamed Salah if it does come to that? Um, <laughs> Obviously, we we do end up finding finding the goal through through Fabinho, uh, uh, absolute perfect timing, by the way. Um, you know, just mm. before half time, uh, to to get us in, Klopp can then sort of change the team talk a little bit. We've we've got something to hold on to, and you know, I think at this stage with the way that City are collecting points, we can't afford any more uh, any, any more slip ups, and you know, these are the types of leads that we need to be holding on to. Um, but then, to be fair, like, like second half was was a lot better in my opinion. I thought we pretty much dominated Brentford in a way which we just we couldn't really seem to get to grips of in the reverse fixture. I remember it, that mm. was just such a, a chaotic game. We were obviously we were quite good going forward in terms of creating chances, as we were again in the second half this game. But on the flip side, in this fixture, we were very. Um, very much in control of the game, I felt, and I, I thought the defense obviously played a, a big part of that, and uh, and they'd sort of, I guess, learn to to what Brentford were going to try and hit us with, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and and yeah, I think I think it was very much a, a case of of learning from last time and learning how sort of chaotic and crazy Brentford can try and attempt to make games. 
um, and we just sort of shut them out, limited them to very little chances. I think there was one from, uh, is it Moembo? Moembo, yeah. Moembo. There was a chance from him, which he maybe could have done better with, but apart from that, we we limited them to very, very little at all um, and and just absolutely sort of dominate the game from, from that second half onwards. No, yeah, I, I do have to agree with you. I, I was the same as you, you know, for the first 43 minutes until Fabinho scored. It was a case of, oh, is it going to be the same as as always sort of thing? You know, lots of chances and, and very little end, end, end capability to, to put the ball into the net. But, you know, we, we did score Fabinho, who's, I think he's got three goals uh, in his last couple of games now. He's a, on three, a bit three of fire, goals in the space of a week. Yeah. Yeah, that you know, he's got a even goal. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a uh, he's on fire. So hopefully that'll that'll continue and and stuff. But it, uh, yeah, second half, I thought I thought Liverpool played played well, created a lot of chances, and it's nice to see a bit more of the fringe players, the likes of Oxlade Chamberlain, the likes of Minamino getting on the score sheet. Simo, I'll come over to you, mate. What were your thoughts on on Liverpool's performance in general and and, and recently? Um, well, I thought it, I, I think much the same of Adam. Um, as in, we had a difficult thirty minutes. It kind of felt to me like growing pains. This is this is a change for us. And I put into the the our group chat that it feels like we're trying to do a bit of a slow build up, but we don't have the change of pace that Manny and Sally yeah. op, Salah offer, and that's quite important to the way we sort of build attacks. Um, and that's that's where a lot of our goal comes goals come from is a change of pace or a or, a, or an, a, an overload in a certain a certain area of the box, but. Yeah, it's, I think after that 30 minutes, I think we finished the, the first half well. I think you, obviously the best time to score is just before half-time. Um, gives you a wee edge just going into that second half. And I think the second half was excellent. Front to back, um, great to see a goal from the Ox. Um, yeah. I think that front three of, of Firmino, Jota uh, and Ox was, was, was good. And uh, and when, once we sort of grew into the game, once we get rid of the growing pains a wee touch and realise probably we need to be a wee bit more direct in our passing. I think the the, the game kind of changed for the better for us. Uh, I think this is a different Brentford that we're playing. Bear in mind that the Brentford, mm-hmm. this is their first season in the Premier League. When we played Brentford, it was fairly on in the season. They still had that brand new bounce and they were giving everybody a game around about that time. Obviously, that is a championship squad for the most part. Um, probably with a few potential Premier Leagues peppered about it. So it's... it's it's no surprise. This is this is probably how the first game should have went for us, um, and and obviously we're, we're a bit depleted at the minute. But we've only mm-hmm. only got Palace, I think, in the horizon. Then we are, we are back to normal jogging. So yeah, a, a, a good three points, a good result. I think if we can say, I would like to line up in the same way. I know obviously Ox kind of looked a wee bit shaken when he came off, but hopefully it's nothing nothing that will put him out for. I would like to line up exactly as we did um, in this game. To be quite honest. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, it's a very good good point. So I thought the front three worked for the most part until obviously Ox was taken off injured. But you know, we spoke in the group chat, didn't we? But after the Arsenal game about the midfield three of, of Henderson, Fabinho, and Milner, and how it didn't offer enough going forward and, and enough attacking sort of prowess. And we all said it before the game. You know, we'd like to see Ox or Jones, and we got both. And I thought that Curtis Jones had a really good game. I think he's a really he had a really good game in the reverse fixture as well. Obviously he scored in that one too, but I thought he was really good. He's really positive every time he gets on the ball. You know, he does that classic youngster thing of just just wanting to get forward, doesn't he? And wanting to drive the ball forward, drive the team forward and, and show off what he can do really. And Adam, what did you make of, of Curtis Jones's performance? 
I, I thought he was brilliant yet yeah, again. Um, I, I mean, like well, like we said, you literally just said, we was uh, we were speaking after the Arsenal game about how important somebody like Curtis Jones in the midfield could be. Mm-hmm. Um, just having that creative spark, especially with the absence of, of you, you know, those like Thiago that, that we, we've seemed to miss so much recently. <laughs> and uh, it's a bit crazy, actually, how long he's been out as well. Um, but yeah, just, just having that sort of player in the midfield that's not necessarily just not afraid to pick up the ball and carry it, but that's actually sort of got the the ability to do it and to do it really well. Um, I think obviously the fact that he's played a lot of his games out on the left-hand side as well, so he's just sort of got that knack for just beating a player off off the like a turn of pace and and things like that he just he adds something to the game that not a lot of other players in the club can do um one of the other few players that can do that is the one of the ones you mentioned in Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain um I think a player like that despite sort of how how much he does get injured himself he he just because of what he offers in terms of just having that different spark to him just being able to pick the ball up in inside the our own half at times beat two or three players and and then he's not afraid to take a shot from from sort of just outside the box and more often than not it's on target or mm. or even you know lay the pass off to Salah or whoever it may be um but yeah I think I, I overall I was really impressed with Curtis Jones um I thought he tidied things up nicely brought other players into play um and obviously like like we know we're missing uh, we're missing both Salah and, and Mane at the moment, but I thought Curtis Jones did a really, really good job with uh, Diego Jota uh, down yeah. that side. They they sort of, I think we reference it a lot when we speak about Liverpool players. I know we certainly spoke about it with Harvey Elliott early on in the season where we say that players will slot into positions and because of how the system works and, and of course it works through the same through all of our academy teams as well, we can almost slot players in and it looks like they've been there for so, so long. And I think yeah. you sort of saw that with, with Curtis Jones and Diogo Jota, the way with some of their link up yesterday, it just, it looked almost like it was like, a, you know, throwing it back to like a, a Wijnaldum and, and Sadio Mane situation where they just, they, they constantly know where each other's going to be. Mm-hmm. Curtis Jones always knew that the runs that Diogo Jota were making, um, Jota actually probably should have got on the score sheet a, a couple of times as well. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I th- look overall, like I said, really impressed with Curtis Jones. He's just, he's, he's a wonderful young talent to have at the club. Yeah, super so, important. Super important at this time, especially in a time where we don't have Thiago or Harvey yes. Elliott for a, for a sense that I think obviously if, mm-hmm. if Harvey Elliott didn't get injured and he continued anywhere near the form he was sitting at that time I think he would have been a, a mainstay in this midfield as, yeah, as a midfield is like, yeah, as, as sort of defensive minded as Jordan Henderson and, and Fabinho and I know Jordan Henderson can go forward and does have that in his locker but a true change the gears in midfield uh, mm-hmm. like a, a player that's going to take us forward and move the ball forward um, without having Bobby to drop so so deep to to get us to change the gears and go forward a bit, I think we we desperately need that. And when I when I look at our squad outside Curtis Jones, you know, with with injuries Thiago and, and obviously Ox as well. That I don't even even to a certain extent, I think Curtis Jones is, is superior to Ox in that in that mm-hmm. sort of aspect to the game. I think he's just he's he's become a huge linchpin sort of important part of our team at this sort of clinical point in the season you know we are very obviously it, it seems as well we're, we're pretty much out of the t- title race at this time but you can't you can't you they, these players can't think like that 
the manager can't think like that. They've got to think we just need to win every single game. So it's, they're playing it. Every game's a final. They know they can't drop any more points, and when they're still when they're still even a thought of being able to get up there at some point this season, they need to they need important players like Curtis Jones to to do the do those roles in midfield and, and take us forward. Yeah, it's a it's a good point, Simo. What you you made there about uh, the title race. You know that these players we know they they'll never write themselves off. They'll never write the manager off. They'll never write the club off. And anyone that does is is a bit silly to do that. I mean, you know, Man City have have a very strong lead at the top of that table, and you know all we can do is is keep winning our games and and hope they drop points. And these players will know that, and they'll know that they'll need to win pretty much every game from now till the end of the season. And you know, I, I don't see, I don't see why not Salah and Mane to come back, Jones to come. You know, Jones is is going to be fully fit again. Elliot will be back. Thiago, you know, there's players in there to come back to this Liverpool side, which is key. And, and I, uh, I, I think, I think it'll be a big, a big difference when those players do come back. Adam, I just want to talk to you about uh, Minamino, obviously coming off the back of the Arsenal game where he missed a, a glaring chance and coming back into this and scoring on his birthday. Uh, how how have you been impressed with Minamino this season? What have your thoughts been on him? And, and you know, can he can he force himself into this Liverpool side? It's it's a really difficult one with for me uh, with Minamino because I know a lot of the fan base seemed quite split on him. Um, you've you've sort of got one half that are kind of like uh, he was only seven million. It's not really worked out. Just just move him on if we can. Um, and another portion that sort of see the potential in him. Yeah. Uh, I'm very much with the latter. Um, I've always liked Minamino. I think probably from the moment where we played Salzburg in the Champions League and and he put. I think did he score a brace against us? Uh, yeah. I know he certainly scored Talks one very part, very yeah. nice yeah. volley against us. Mm. Um, I've always been a fan since then, and I thought seven million. You know, you, you you can't really go wrong with a transfer like that, even if it doesn't work out. Um, it always is worth a gamble, and and I think in moments we have seen the potential with him and and what he possibly can bring to this team. And and look, he is a goal scorer. I think when he went on on loan at Southampton, he picked up a few goals as well. Um, he's just he, he has he has a knack of being in the right place at the right time. Now. Whether he always finishes those chances is is maybe a different debate to be had, you know. We the Arsenal game, which you know was a miss and a half. Um, but look, in 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 other moments, you you sort of get that composure from that. I, I remember Crystal Palace. I think it was last season. Um, he scored the first goal in. Was it? Well, what seven, did that game finish? I think seven, seven, nil, seven was. nil. Yeah, yeah. Um, you've only got to look at the goal he scored against yeah. Leicester in, the, in the, the last round of the cup. You know that. Finish yeah, was, exactly. That and and that was and even I, I kind of it was pretty much an open net. But even the goal that he scored yesterday, hmm. when Firmino lays it back to him, he's he's got a defender flying across the goal. He's still got the keeper to sort of work out. He's got to hit the ball first time. It's it's a bobbly ball. It's although it's technically should be an, uh, an easy finish for him and you expect him to it's score sort of nine finish. times out of ten. We have more to that goal than, than maybe first if you watch it back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bobby did ever so well to keep his Bobby was, mainly because Bobby was brilliant for that he's goal. He's not scored at Anfield in maybe 20 games or 20 league games even and you know it's um, I would snatch at that <laughs> and I think a lot of players would snatch at that uh, just like oh this is it. But he just, he just kind of keeps his head 
he's like, right, okay, Bobby things, right, here's my amino, buff, done, job's done, three nil, game's dead and buried, no, no, no coming back Same for that. So, you know, uh, he, he just did ever so well. Um, just take, just to continue on for your Minamino thing, and I think what people need to understand is just how much of a high pressure situation that Minamino's in. He's at a club with. You know the position he sort of plays. I, I don't know. I think he maybe sees himself through the middle. I actually like him out in the right. That's where I think I see him doing his bed for work. And obviously, who plays out there? Mohamed Salah, the best player in the world. So he's in <laughs> such a high pressure situation that when Salah's out, Afcon and there's a space there. He's obviously not been picked, but he's come on for minutes, and people expect him to perform. Even when he went out and loaned at Southampton, I think he started really well at Southampton, and he started moving his position around a little bit, and thinking mm. he was probably a little bit more diverse than he actually is, uh, and his form kind of fell off. But he, again, everybody goes. He's 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 a Liverpool player, and he's probably expected to play as such. And you know, I can see the potential in him, um, and he's he's at a good age as well. You know, in his mid twenties, so. I don't see why it couldn't right. It could work out for Minamino. I just think he's in such a high pressure. You know, can I ever get by Mohamed Salah? Can I ever really? Or can I find my way into it? How can I ever find my way into this team? And I think that must play in his mind quite a lot. Is just how am I ever going to find my way into this first eleven? You know, if that was him. I probably wouldn't see a way. So I've got to be a different mentality. You've really got to back yourself. A Diego Jota um, mentality is what you need. Is you just back yourself to to, to be better than Bobby, Bobby Firmino. Come into that side and, and and really hit the ground running. Yeah, that's 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 what you need. And you don't you don't have that sort of mentality. Maybe still doesn't, but you know he trains with these top class players every day. And I I think anybody would be think that I mean he's not improving on the training ground would be would be absolutely absurd. There's a there's there's certainly a player in there. Um, you know, like you say, there's been glimpses of it throughout his Liverpool career where you go, oh yeah, you know he he looks the player we signed from Salzburg, and then. The next game, you know, the Arsenal game, for instance, he, he turns up and doesn't really doesn't really do a lot. But he strikes me as a confidence player as well. You know, once he gets that confidence and starts to get a bit of a rhythm, he, I think we'll start to see see more of him. And if he comes back into the side against Arsenal, I think we'll see we'll see him. You know, potentially have a, a good game there. And there's no reason why he shouldn't. You know, he's come off come off the bench and scored. And and what I do like about him though is, you know. He, he reminds me a little bit of Dirk Coit in the, in the fact that he doesn't stop running, he doesn't stop trying, he chases every single ball. You know, ninety fifth minute from the he'll chase chase a ball that, that you know every other player in the world would never chase. And we need players like that still in this day and age. You still need those workhorse type players, and, and I think he he's one of those sort of almost like that type of player. But there is a player in there, and I think Minamino will come good. I think people um, sort of expect Ajayden Shakiri. And I think Jordan Shakiri is probably a better player than Minamino. And Jordan Shakiri, obviously, already didn't, he knew he wasn't a mainstay. He, he performed a lot of times he was called upon and scored mm. some huge goals for Liverpool and, and played well in some huge games for Liverpool. And I think people expect that. And, and I would probably urge people, it's not a one-for-one. Shakiri has obviously played at the highest level. He, he's a product of Bayern Munich. And, and, and although he, his career dropped off for a while, when he came to us, he was still, you know, he was a talisman at Stoke. So, yeah, I mean... I think that's what he's kind of compared to is that sort of second string forward player for Liverpool, which is, is a hard mm. one to live up for. You know, he's, he, he has to score those big goals and, and turn up in his big games. And if he's not, he's going to have a shot of Liverpool career than he probably wants to have. 
I think, you know, also with Minamino, when when he was signed, you know, he was signed right in the middle of COVID as well, wasn't he? When it was at its, its peak, when, you know, he signed and, and he went straight into isolation and he wasn't with the squad. They weren't in training and he sat on his own in, in a you know, in a house in Liverpool, he's like, fuck, I don't even speak the language. Never mind, meet my teammates. And, you know, that must have, you know, played played a bit heavy on his mind and things. And But hopefully he'll he'll, uh, he'll grow from this. But, lads, one other thing I want to talk to you about um, is Kai Gordon coming on for the last 10 minutes of this game, making this Premier League debut. Obviously, we saw against Shrewsbury, he came, he started that game and, and scored. And he, he should have probably scored against Brentford. Uh, it was a, He had a very, very good <clears> chance. <throat> but, uh, Adam, I'll come to you first. Kai Gordon, the sky the limit. Yeah, this lad. A, a, another really, really exciting young player in, in, in this Liverpool setup. And you just alluded to the fact that he... He, he could have and may, maybe should have scored against Brentford. But for me, it's just the fact that, look, regardless of the, of the finish, you know, he'll get other chances like that. For me, it was the movement, the spatial mm. awareness and, and the, well, yeah, again, the awareness to, to make that run in the first place and, and break free from the defence to, to set himself on for a one-on-one. And it's those kind of runs that, Again, uh, and, and I'm going to sound like a broken record, but you see those same runs from all of our, our usual front three. Um, mm-hmm. and, and then from, obviously, Jota when, when he's in and out, depending on on, on who's in favour between him and Firmino. Um, so, so again, it is just very much a case of these young players come in, fit a system, and, and they look like they've just been a part of this squad for the longest time. And, and I'm well aware that, that Gordon would have been playing uh, the, the exact same system uh, prior to making, uh, making this call up and, and, and playing a few games for the senior squad, which we know obviously has done of recent. Um, so in, in that sense, it probably is easy for them, but obviously it's us seeing it kind of, pretty much for the first time so it's it's something mm-hmm. to really get excited about and I, I genuinely think I think especially with with Arsenal coming up um then we've got Cardiff shortly after you know we're still in the middle of a busy fixture schedule um obviously I, I, I know we don't have Salah or Mane for for a little bit longer I think it's only one Premier League game but there's definitely going to be a couple cup games in there as well where we're, we're going to need the bulk of this squad we're going to need the rotation and I certainly expect to see him again see some more minutes out of him and hopefully a, a, another goal or two as well yeah I agree I think he'll he's probably yeah odds on to start against Cardiff and we might even see him against against Arsenal in, in the second leg of that semi-final on Thursday Simo Kide Gordon what are your thoughts on the lad Looks great. Look, looks a great player. Looks a great prospect. I think he needs to fill out a wee touch. <laughs> um, especially playing against... He's only 17, so... Yeah, I was going to say, against <laughs> against those uh, those those Brentford players, he did kind of look a boy amongst men. I'm not going to lie, but he, he, he showed some great some great talent. Um, we, we need youngsters to come through. As simple as that. If we're not going to spend the money of the clubs around us, we need to we need to develop these youngsters, and, and that means Premier League minutes. Um, granted, it's uh, he came on and and Brentford were very much you know almost beaten up or, or, or just about there. Um, yeah, I think, I think yeah, I could see him. I could see, I could see the way that he plays. It's it's nice to know that we're obviously playing a similar system in the academy, and it's it's easy for these youngsters to come and and fit into those um, plays. I could actually even maybe see him as a as a midfielder as well. How who sort of like athletic and te- technical he could be, um, which is a great which is obviously a great thing that. Um, 
I think, yeah, I just think in the years to come, these, these players will be important. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And, you know, if the, the trajectory carries on the way it does for the, the lads that we've seen so far, you know, Jones, Trent, you know, we still forget how young Trent is in, in that side and Elliot, you know, Tyler Morton and Gordon, you know, there's there's five or six players in there that, that could quite easily transition into, you know, starters for Liverpool. And, you know, hopefully if, if, if the way they, they look so far carries on, then, you know, some talent there, talent on the box there, six, six, five or six good young talented players. Um, but lads, I think that's probably all we've got time for today, unless we, there is anything you want to go over. The most, the most of contract, Asher. We, yeah, I think that. I think uh, we probably should actually <clears throat> touch on the most. Yeah, we 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 we've got a few minutes. We've got a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so Simo, Mo Salah, obviously, there's no deal been signed as of yet. Uh, he's got what two years left on his deal, or a year and a half, however long it is. Year and a half. Until year and a half on his deal now. He's come out obviously and said a lot of things that he wants to sign. It's up to FSG, it's up to the club <coughs> to basically make it happen. I'm going to put my two cents on it and then I'll hand it over to you, lads. But for me, most other, if he wants £400,000 a week, that's fine. That's £80 million over four years. L- Liverpool will not sign a player of his quality and his goal scoring ability for less than 80 million pounds there's, there's absolute you will not replace Mo Salah on transfer fee alone for less than 80 million pounds never mind the wages the agent fees and, and all the other gump that goes with it with a the transfer these days just fucking pay the man the money <laughs> that's my that's my two cents Adam I'll come to you and then I'll go over to Simo what are your thoughts on the situation yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm in a similar boat. I think I, I mean I'm I'm even hearing things that it's not even quite four hundred he's asking for. It's more sort of around like the sort of three fifty to three seventy mark. Um, you know, he's Mohamed Salah. I think I think we all know. I think everyone agrees he's 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 the best player for me in the world. If you wouldn't agree with that, you'd certainly say he's the best player in the country. Um. And he could probably go to any other big club and demand 500k a week and he'd get paid it, no questions asked. Um, I think it's just, for me, I, I obviously I think he needs to be paid the money, the contract needs to go through. For me, the, the only concerning thing is I've seen, I'm not a big baseball fan, so apologies, I'm not sure that all the names and things like that, but FSG did a similar thing at Boston Red Sox. They had... I think it was the, the pretty much the best guy in the league, um, and they he they they just let him go basically um, because they couldn't. They have a similar sort of wage structure, funding system, uh, all that crap over there, and 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 they just let the guy go, and and I think they went on to win the World Series the next year. My biggest concern is that they're maybe thinking, can we do that with Mohamed Salah, and can we just find the next satellite? <laughs> It, in my mind, there is no logical reasoning to get rid of Mohamed Salah, none whatsoever. Um, I think from a business sense, they just maybe don't look at it that way because, and I think I've said it before and I've I've got a little bit of uh, heat for it, I don't necessarily think FSG are as bothered about winning trophies as we are. I think they're just very happy, as we know with other American owners in the league, they're happy to be in the top four to get the Champions League money and that's sort of that's sort of it for them. 
as long as we're hitting those targets, hitting those marks, and and that that money's coming through, I think that's what they're happy with. Um, so I think if if they believe that they can move Salah on, bring somebody in, and, and we can maybe keep our place in those positions, I I don't think they're that bothered about pushing on for the league. If I'm honest, it's my only concern. Mm. Saying that, I I expect the contract to get done because it has to, right? It does. Uh, it does have to I'll, get I'll done. I'll leave it at that. It, it has to get done. You know, to add a little bit more for for a number of reasons. You know, if we lose Mo Salah, there's there's very very few places that he can go. You know, PSG for all the lack of money that they supposedly have, Real Madrid will always be an option. They'll make money appear. You know, come from somewhere. <laughs> exactly, it'll come from somewhere. You know, and and. It's just a waste to let a player of his quality go to just a club like that. You know, it it really is. And you know, we've got a we've got a superstar of world football that we've not had in a, in a very very long time. And it's not often there's a Liverpool fan over the last well since certainly since I've, I was born. And that I can say, you know, we've got the best player in the world. You know, Gerard. Uh, you know, you could say he's the best midfielder in the world. Suarez. You could probably say. You know, I think so. Just the, difference is, the difference is at those times we were the ones saying it. Now we yeah, get exactly. everybody saying yeah. it. And I can't yeah, remember that's, ever that's having it. a player of that caliber. That's like, what I mean. In my you know, lifetime, but everybody is like almost universally agreed. He is the unformed player of the planet. He's the best player on the planet. I think then just on top of that, he he also he wants to stay. He like wants he to said stay. so yeah. many times yeah. he wants to stay. <laughs> You know, it's not it's like not he's as if he's on for... in the press. Yeah, yeah. that's he's what like, I mean. He's he's like, not, I've told he, him what I want. He's, it's up to him. <laughs> I want to stay not, at this football yeah. club. I'm happy here. Like, I think he's I'll done be... like two or three different interviews now where he said pretty much the exact same quotes, which is, yeah. I, I want to stay at the club. I haven't asked for anything stupid. It, it's up to them. You know, they're, they're either going to sort it or they're not. Can I? Um, but can I... yeah, no. We in on on FSG. I think, I think it will get done right, and I I know <laughs> it can be frustrating FSG's ownership. And I've said before, like my worry is the the club is sold to 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 less reputable <laughs> ownership that will yeah. get you know maybe not the best human rights record or, or anything like that. That's not why I want. I don't want to support a, a, a football club that's owned, but I, and I, I do think the the <coughs> ownership throughout the world that they can afford to to buy Liverpool Football Club uh, is few and far between. Um, so, but in, in time, like we 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 won the Champions League and we've won the Premier League in FSG, and it's probably been like since they come in. I'm not gonna lie, it's been in Bath, you know, when I was like at school <laughs> and we won the Champions League. It's been the best time to be a Liverpool fan by a long old way, by a long old way. And I understand a lot of the reaction on football Twitter is is generally youngsters, and they don't really remember a time where it's what it was like to support Liverpool when we were going to finish sixth or seventh in the league, you know, and it's, they just mm. don't remember, you know, and it's, we have the sort of benefit of age and, and a memory that says, oh, God, you know, we've, we've this is, this remember is good Roy. times. Remember yeah, Roy. exactly. <laughs> remember Roy. Um, well, that, that's the thing. You, a lot of the, those guys on Twitter probably won't even remember Roy. And, and that's yeah, not that, that long ago in the grand thing. scheme of things. It's but, really not that long ago. And no ownership doesn't always equal Success. Like success, it doesn't always equal success. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't, right? But I would be, I think we've got still we've got a great squad. If we're saying so, that's we need that. There is a handful of players, maybe two or three players that could put up most Salah's numbers in the Premier League, and that's like, mm. and 
and no one really puts up more numbers than themselves in the Premier League. So those those other two have to come from outside, and I think there's probably Mbappe or maybe Haaland or, or maybe even Lewandowski. But they're they, they there at that is it. I think that could really come into our league and 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 do the numbers that Mo Salah does. Um, I think it, it's a deal that will get done, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't think FSG are, are there to... I don't think they're... A lot of people kind of paint them as this big, bad monster. And granted, they've made a couple of immoral decisions, but most most business decisions that are quite ruthless are kind of immoral. And <laughs> so there's always someone getting done in a deal, you know? Um, and they're, they're Americans and... And this is what they do. They turn franchises around, and they probably see Liverpool as a, as a franchise. But I don't think they'd be ever. I don't think we'd have the players and the management setup we would have if that will, if that was that's what was being communicated by the board. I don't think Jurgen Klopp would be at Liverpool. I think like, Jurgen Klopp could be the manager of any football club in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Right now, see if he see if he left Liverpool or even said to his agent, "Get me another job." He could pick any club in the world. Make no mistake, he could pick Man City. I, I guarantee he could have Pep's job tomorrow if he wanted it. And that's how that's how much I think Jurgen Klopp. That's the regard I think he's held in, right? So the communication between him and the board it has to be a good relationship because he's been here this long, right? This is a guy that could work anywhere he wants. So I'm not really going to buy into speculative sort of. They don't want to spend. Maybe maybe a player that Jurgen wants hasn't come available. You know, I mean, there's very few boards in the world that let you that, that would let you break the transfer li- record for a, for a defender from Southampton. You know, yeah. there's not a lot of boards in the world that let a manager do that. You know, that's so I feel, given the way we've spent before and the, the squad we have now and the success we've had in the last couple of years, I believe the the the, the relationship between Jurgen and his staff and and the board and the ownership is is a good one, a positive one. In my mind, it has to be given this what we've had over the last couple of years and, and the fact that we still have. You know, this and so, 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 what do you think it is then? That's because obviously the Salah contract is is the sort of the hot topic at the moment. Mm-hmm. Why do you think it's taken them so long to sort? I this think out? they just think. I think they've got time. <laughs> I think. I think. I, they think I agree. I think they look at it and they see <clears throat> a year and a half on paper. That's probably what yeah. Yeah, see. but at the, at the end of the day, it's not. It's not a year and a half though. No, at the it's, end of no, the day, it's, it's a year. It's, it's a six, year. Well, well, it's six months. Well, fact, and, you know, months at, at the end of the season, Salah could, if he wanted to, start talking to other clubs. You know, no, it's, it's January. January. Of course, it would be, be obviously illegal for me to start yeah, talking no, to clubs. No, that so, never sorry. happens in football <laughs> at all. You know, players never talk to to clubs before the before the six months of the Bosman ruling. But um, I think that I think they're not. I don't think FSG are idiots. I think they'll probably want to get the salad deal done, and I think they'll understand the 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 need from the fans to get a sad deal over I think they know if they wait too long, they lose the leverage. I think the thing, the problem is, you know, I think they think that football fans are sort of short-sighted and like a lot of football fans haven't haven't got (laughs) over, you know, the Super League. That, That was a point where a lot of fans were like, this is your final warning yeah, sort of thing now. And if they let Mohamed Salah go on a free... Then Jesus Christ, like that's that, for me. You that's know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not an FSG outer. I'm not an FSG, and I'm, I'm in the middle. I think they've done some good. I think they've done so bad. It could be worse. It could be better. Yeah. But I'm in the same. Kind if, of if, if, if I, if, if I, if I, if I Mo, if FSG Salah, in, by the way, I'm not completely like FSG, and I'm, I yeah, am in no, the no, middle. Yeah. But I, this, just to be clear, because I know what, everything I've said is probably anti FSG out, but that's not. I'm not saying. Get them in, keep them in forever. That is not what I'm saying. Crystal clear. If they don't get this deal done, I 100 percent 
on the side of that the club should be sold. I, I see that's the <laughs> you thing. know you know if if Mo Salah leaves on a free transfer and it's not just Mo Salah you know we're looking at Mane and, and Firmino as well their contracts are, they are all not far behind Salah's time. and they all run out at the same time so does it's it's a, if they all, imagine if they all left you know on a free then that to be fair to to put it into <laughs> FSG's um, to give to try and be on their on their side for a second. I do think the idea that all three of those players' contracts run out at a similar time could be some sort of suggestion into these guys could be the guys that we look to break the um, wage structure for. Mm. Because they all run out at the same time, there might be some plan in place. Look, we'll get Salad done first because he's the most important one. Then we'll maybe look to to Firmino or Mane, which, whichever one that the club and Jürgen Klopp sees most, most valuable out of those two. Uh, like I said before, I think it'll get done because I think it has to get done. And and that's that's I that's why that. I keep the faith because I I just think there's... If, if it doesn't get done, I mean, I mean like Simo said, if it doesn't get done, the, the, the Liverpool fan base is going to crash and melt. Like, the, just, the, 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 they're a very emotional fan base anyway. Yeah. Was Liverpool I just fans. don't think they're there to sabotage themselves. I think they know that this could be a breaking in a relationship. I don't think y- if you had yeah. any business sense, but they didn't to care. Liverpool Football Club when when they did it with and again, excuse me, I'm not a huge baseball fan. When they did it with the guy that played for Boston Red Sox, who who was like the Mohamed Salah of the league at the time, they didn't care about the fan backlash because they believed that they were right in doing what they were doing. So they had no issue in tarnishing that relationship with the fans. Because the fans, despite the fact that they won the World Series the year after, the fans still hated them for what they did because mm-hmm. of how much they loved the player. And FSG just didn't, they didn't care. So that's that's just my only, it's the only thing in the back of my head that's making me think. <laughs> well, right now, if you were to say, if you were to say, right, Salah goes, but we win the league next year, I'd be like, oh... It's a hard one. <laughs> Sounds not too bad. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't even know what I, like is the player I've had man it my probably you know as an adult it's the as an adult man like, it's, it's the player I've admired most. I, I think, as a youngster it was obviously Steven Gerrard, but yeah, yeah it's I would be well, devastated I, if he went, but like oh, I, I, I think that's you know? that's the difference. <laughs> I would, that's, that's the difference though, because we can almost guarantee. I mean, I mean, I can. Oh, we won't. We won't. If, if, if Mohamed Salah leaves Liverpool, we're not winning. We're probably no, not no. getting top four, realistically. I was saying, but, for perspective yeah, sake, I just, but... I just believe maybe that's that's what they could be thinking, and that's why they think they have more leverage than they actually do over Mohamed Salah. I because think, they believe that they could potentially replicate what they did in the MLB. Yeah, if Salah goes, it's it's a bridge too far for me. It, it, you know, it's it is it is it is as simple as that. You know, mm-hmm. it's great. You know, giving us an extra five thousand fans to, to to sit in Anfield, but those five thousand <laughs> people come to watch fucking the best Liverpool side, the best players. And, well, I, sorry. Also, with that though, with the. the I don't. It, the stadium development thing doesn't wash with me. Like I think it's brilliant mm. because we get more fans in the ground. But at the end of the day, that's adding to their product. You yeah, know, when yeah, they go was, to sell, I was going to say yeah. When they, when they go to sell the club, it, it, adds, it, adds, it, adds, it yeah, yeah. adds value to the club. It's that's that's a business decision f- for for their pockets as much as it is for our as our for our welfare. It's why I it's why I don't use them in any of my arguments for like 
not FSG out right yeah, at yeah. this moment as we speak is because any board can do that. I don't yeah, give credit so. to anything any board could do. You know, you know, like, I could come in with the money they've got and build a stadium. <laughs> doesn't mean I like, or build an extension on the stadium. Doesn't mean I need any like what they did that other boards couldn't have done is pro- mm-hmm. is, is is win the league and win the Champions League and a Champions well, League final on top of that and yeah, a couple of yeah, the, places, the best but... thing they did for the club was you know obviously stop it going into administration and and there being yeah. no Liverpool but I still think any any any, but, any ownership but, could have done but that but the thing is I think the, the problem with FSG is I don't think they expected Jurgen Klopp and the players he brought in to do what he's done I think they thought we'll get Klopp in it'll be nice you know we might win an FA Cup a League Cup or whatever and get top four and that's grand but he's turned you know good players into world class the best players in their position consistently and win in Liverpool those things and it's got the fans excited again to to be back you know you know we've been saying it you know we're, we're back it's it's at the point now where if we stagnate it's just going to slide exactly back into what we have done before and, and, you know, wait another 20 years to win the league. It's the time to, to you know, press on. I get and, that. And... that, that that's a lot of speculation to say that they came in and they had no ambition for Liverpool. I think that's a little bit of a... I mean, because I think, the, the I think it's the, more the from the... It's not, it's, not the, it's not the lack of ambition. I don't think they thought... I don't think they thought we would become as big as we have again. Do you know what I mean? As 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 global and as sort of revered and as good as we've become, effectively, I think. I think. I mean, yeah, you, you could say that, man. Right. But like, I don't. Well, I, I think the spending backs it up. No, like since I mean, that's December just a business 20... model. Right? That, that's just. I'm not totally yeah, against. I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm aware of that. And 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 I'm 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 also very aware that we can't compete financially with with Man City, with Chelsea, with the, even Man United, mm. but. I just think if if FSG wanted to, if they really had the ambition to go and win another league title or to win another Champions League, they'd just invest in that squad depth a little bit more. I think especially over the last two years where we've sort of seen the injuries that we've picked up and mm-hmm. how much it's completely, especially last season, like com- it completely ruined our season. You know, we were top of the league at Christmas. <laughs> you know, all, all the injuries coming, and that was with some injuries as well. And then the rest sort of come flying in. It completely derails the season. I think we were oh, we were eighth ten with ten games to go, games and then to it go, was a yeah. miracle that we we managed to pull it pull it off and get third. Um, so I just I just I think and, and I'm I, like I get it, it's the business model, but but I keep going back to the the thing of Jurgen Klopp isn't a magician. He's he's a brilliant manager. We all know that he's the best in the world, in my opinion. But he can't There's keep working so miracle can after miracle after miracle. Yeah. And I, I just, I think if they had as much ambition as we maybe liked, they, they just give him a little bit more than what they do. That's it, you know. Can I, can not, I ask you a question? Or I think most rational fans. Sorry, Simo, just to put in there. I think most rational Liverpool fans. I'm not talking your, your football Twitter FIFA fans who you know just demand four hundred million pound get spent every summer. Your rational Liverpool fans just, just want you know people like us, the people that go to the game just want to see a little bit more squad depth and a couple more players come in just to boost those numbers up. Not, you know, we're not talking Man City having a hundred million pound players in every position. It's just spread it out a little bit more, you know, just give Jürgen that little bit extra and say, yeah, go and get yourself, You've get yourself a new midfielder. Yeah, Like, do you know, <laughs> not you can have a midfielder or a defender, like you, it's one or the other and him going, well, 
fucking cheers. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure there's there's those communications and talks there. Like I'm sure if, if you, I think if Klopp was upset, we'd probably hear about it. Um, but like the thing is that at the, at the the current level Liverpool are at, there's no guarantees when you get any player in. Really, I mean, you can have a, a Lukaku situation at Chelsea. You know, you spend just shy of hundred million, and it's kind of doesn't look to be going right. So if there's a player that Maybe there's a player out there that's available that Jurgen wants, but if, unless it's a viable upgrade and what we are, so the question isn't who do we get in, the question is who do you get rid of, you know? And if, probably the first one that comes to everybody's mind is, is maybe a Minamino and maybe a sort of, you know, Devil Karige, which I don't really want him to go, but he's going to go eventually. <laughs> you maybe you want to depth that. The, the, amount of, the amount of money you need to spend to get an upgrade on them and whether they're going to be happy. Obviously, Salah wants to play 50 games a season, so does Manny. Bobby, to an extent, is not particularly happy when he's on the bench. You know, so that, dis- that you, you need to think about, like, is it going to disrupt the dressing room? Is it going to disrupt the, the, the atmosphere at Anfield? Is, is it going to be a... Is Klopp going to have a good relationship with a player? You know, it's... I think but, the th- more- but, the, but, but the way we do things, all those things would be taken into account. We wouldn't sign Lukaku. We wouldn't sign a player like that because he wouldn't fit into Who'd the dressing room. Who'd you sign then? Who do you say? I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying we should sign play like, who to sign. But what I'm saying is, all the things you just said there. You know that wouldn't happen with with Klopp, and it wouldn't. It wouldn't happen with Liverpool because we wouldn't sign a player that will come in and make the dressing room unhappy. Because if he did, he'd be straight back out of the door. You know, you you look at a Shakiri, for instance, came out said he wasn't happy. He's gone, gone straight away. As soon as you, you've done your good things. Thank you very much. There, w- but, there will be viable options, though. Is it, yeah, I, look, is, I can't. It, is it a genuine option out there that's not going to spend, not going to cost us a fortune, be a minimal upgrade, and that Klopp is a player that Klopp actually wants to have at the club with a player already in the position that he was in that he wants to move on. I'm I, sure I he's mean, got I, 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 yeah, I, I believe, I believe there will be. And look, we've, there's multiple teams at Liverpool that paid very good money to sort of search and find these players out. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there will be the options there. It's just it, it just it just seems apparent that the budget never really is. Um, oh, bollocks. Uh, but yeah, look, I, I I I know I come across very negative with FSG, and and that's that's because there are a lot of things that irk me about them. But I think at the end of the day, this is especially after the Super Cup um, saga. Look, the salad deal is is a chance for them to sort of put things right and and say, look, mm-hmm. we've 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 made um, made mistakes. Maybe not brought the fans into consideration. Um, we're not going to blow it with arguably the best player that's ever played for your club. But yeah, yeah. It's just to, I don't really to, care whose name's on the mortgage. All I want is Jurgen Klopp in charge. And I want Mohamed Salah at the club, and I want Sadio Mane at the club, and I want Bobby Firmino. That's the current state of play. <laughs> Whatever way you're looking at, that's the current state of play. Until yeah. that to- changes, I'm going to be like, well, why is everybody pushing the FSG out button and nothing's in, nothing's in stone yet? Nothing's, nothing has happened yet. I you agree know? with you. But that's also a worrying thing. And a lot of people just want us to yet. go spend money so they can go... Fucking so they, so they can go brag about it on Twitter and be like and and play with the player on FIFA. That's all. Yeah, that is. That, that's I'm, I'm not for that. You know, like you know, you buy a centre back. You know, Joe Matip's got to hit, be shown the door. Oh, Joe Matip, <laughs> he's fucking mega. You know what I mean? You buy a midfielder, Curtis Jones. Curtis Jones maybe doesn't get as many minutes. I like Curtis Jones. He's an academy product. I like how he <coughs> this one. And you know, you, you you look forward up the pitch. There's a lot of players I like. I like Bobby Manny, Salah. I like Jota. You know, you're looking at another player in top of that. And that's five and. 
we're not going to really rotate like City because you know we don't have just that. We don't do that. <laughs> you know, you've got they. they there's, a, there's an understanding at City where players are happy to be rotated because they know they'll come back in. Players are very rarely ever happy to be sat on a bench at Liverpool. I mean, yeah, see when the camera cuts this, it could be like you know first round of the cup. <laughs> you know, Carabao Cup, League Cup, and Salah's on the bench and he's fuming. You know, it's, it's just, it's the sort of setup we've got. Like, I still, as long as everything's good, as long as we've still got the fucking general, we've still got Jurgen Klopp, he's a charge, he's a man, we've still got, I, which, which I still say is, is the best squad I've seen in my adult years at Liverpool, mm-hmm. maybe in my, from, my, from when I was a, you know, a youngster. It's, I just don't see the point in hitting the pan button just yet, and I understand I agree why people want to. But to, to, you know, to sort of until situation end, changes, my opinion won't change. You know, to sort of end the Salah debate, John, if you are listening, give the man the money, give Mo Salah his contract, money. <laughs> give him his contract, build him a statue, and it'll all be gravy. He'll win us another league. He'll win us another Champions League. And then you that's could have it. a we stand can, can, named yeah, after, and we could be happy. Yeah, uh, I, I think I think that's all most rational fans are asking for. Just just is. get the contract sorted out. Just get yeah. the deal and, done. Uh, yeah, yeah. Get the deal done, and we'll you know we might forgive you for the Super League <laughs> and the uh, seventy-seven pound match tickets. Yeah, you <laughs> fucking cheeky prick. <laughs> and uh, and copywriting the word Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, that was ridiculous as well. That one. <laughs> Uh, but lads, it was funny. But lads, uh, I do. I think it's about time we ended there. Yeah, um, we got to end up. Special shout out yeah. as well to Rafa Benitez for putting Everton in an absolute dire straight. Thank you, you Rafa. Rafa. Thank you, Rafa. Rafa. Um, Rafa. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Adam Simo, thank you, lads. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's great to be back on the uh, with the Total Love podcast. We will be doing it more often. We've just been slacking. Uh, a lot of a lot of stuff going on a lot of us starting new jobs etc etc but thank you ladies and gentlemen for listening thank you all and cheery bye sports social podcast network hello it is ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why i'm such a big fan of chumba casino chumba casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw group void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus